Last time on Multi-Class Theater. The party began their investigation of the mysterious body, but found themselves stifled by the detective inspector of Nightfall. An altercation at a nearby tavern led Miss to discover that Silway can channel wild magic. She did not take this news well. Later, at one of Silway's old hideouts, Mist and Silway met Selene, a member of the Thieves' Guild and seeming friend of Silway, but rival of the current guildmaster, Fek. Selene offered to help the party with their quest in exchange for deposing Fek by recovering the body of the previous guildmaster whom she believed Fek had murdered. Meanwhile, Rotan met again with the detective inspector and actually managed to get access to the ancient's body. Now, as Rotan investigates, Mist prepares for grave robbing, and Silway broods, we join them on Multi-Class Theater. Last we saw Rotan, he was looking for an end. To set up shop in and so i think i think they found a place called the saucy sailor and now rotan's sitting on the front porch of this place as well so mist hops out of the window and effortlessly climbs down the wall to the ground and as you start walking back towards town you see sitting outside of an inn rotan and next to him gruber who's in the process of brushing Concord's flank. Hey, big guy. Rotan looks up. Oh, Mist! How go your investigations? I was going to ask you the same thing. Did you ever talk to the... Did the sheriff ever come by? Yes, he did, in fact. Yes, I'm going to be uh, stopping by to look at the body very, very soon here, actually. I think it's getting toward... Is it getting towards evening? Yeah, it's yeah. It, the afternoon is, is waning. Uh, I'm scheduled to go up to uh, the the place where all the militia are to look at the body. Would you like to come? Uh, I've got my own errand to run. Uh, our third party member has a... Uh, I probably shouldn't say this loud. Mist gets closer to Rotan and says, uh, Silway's got a hideout nearby. I can show you where that is. She's a little drunk right now and proceeds to fill Rotan in on the whole thing with Selene. So, before we can do any of that, I need to hit up this magic shop and get some supplies. So, there's a, there is a group of thieves in this town. You, you need, your focus is like a little bit to the left or right, or a little bit to the side of where it needs to be, buddy. Why? Yes, but there are thieves in every town, but these particular thieves want to kill our friend so we have to help topple their leadership so that they don't kill our friend and in fact let our friend live i it would it would okay let me put it to you another way if we do this we will help break apart the thieves guild does seem overly complicated uh, well, I mean, they're thieves, right? They never know who to trust. They're all secretive and stuff. And so to get at them, sometimes it takes more than just one simple step. Hammers are very good at breaking things apart, I will have you know. 
Well, yes, but there are more of them than we have hammers. Hmm. So you're saying if we do this, no more thieves killed? Yes. Very well, let's, let's play this your way. See how it turns out. I, I could always hit some things later, should, should the need arise. Well, something tells... There's, there's undead in the catacombs. So what? I'm sure you'll have it. Uh, this was part of the everything, but yes. So the undead will give you a chance to hit things. Oh. For sure. Well, why didn't you say so earlier, sir? And, oh, duh. This is how I should have spun that. We do this. Not only do you get to destroy undead, but we bring a murderer to justice. Ah, that is that is a good reason indeed. Yes, yes. I um, should have led with that. Huh. I am in favor of this plan. Let us let us go forth. Well, wait, wait, wait a moment. So, so you want me to go talk to um to Silway, wink, uh, and and we will coordinate from there uh how to go into this place and and kill these undead and find this murderer. Yeah, I mean, we already have, we already kind of have the gist of, we, we already know mostly where to go. We just have to make sure we're ready because there's like traps and like. Traps? Well, undead traps. What kind of traps? Uh, deadly ones. Ah, well, we'll want to avoid those then. Right, which is why I'm off to get some supplies. Oh, yeah. You should talk to Silway because she'll want to know that that you know where the the you know the the body is the ancient body yes that's a very good idea all right well until we meet again yeah which hopefully won't be too long um but i can show you where her where her hideout is and then you guys can go from there yes lead the way gruber are you fine taking care of the horses um should i just wait here sir uh would you like to uh to join the investigation well, yes, sir. I'm your assistant, sir. That is true. All right, Gruber, come along. All right, he follows along with Concord. Batman and Boy Wonder. Talking to Celine and just kind of hanging out in the hideout count as a short rest? Oh, definitely. My guess is that Miss Rant alone would probably count as a short rest. Well, maybe for everyone else. I just wanted to know if I have my spell slot back. Oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, I have Fae Presence back, too. Excellent. It's going to be put on the bun. Great. Okay, so you, I assume, show Rotan where the hideout is? Yeah. Rotan, are you going to attempt to climb the wall and go up there? Well, so how does he show me? Is he like, it's up there? Yeah. I see. Is there any kind of stairway? Did I see a stairway inside? Inside there would be like a catwalk. or, or a, It's on the second level, so there's a way to get up there like normally from the inside. But you'd probably have to find the main entrance to do that. This is just Silway's preferred method of getting in is through the window. So yeah, I would say there is a, probably a door, but the door is, I'm going to guess, locked. So that won't really stop a hammer, but... It's probably locked, but there's probably also some windows on the first floor that are busted out. It's not the most secure building. It's kind of abandoned. Okay. It, it looks abandoned? It does look abandoned, yes. It's... Okay, cool. I'm going to hammer the door. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, roll to see if you hit. Okay. If you miss the door, I swear. <laughs> nope, that's uh, that's uh, 21. That will hit the door. It splinters it, and one side of the door falls off its hinges, and the other one flies open and the wings back closed, because it's a double door. I probably should have said that. And Silway, you are startled by a loud crashing sound from below. She's in her inner sort of drunken state. She's got a bit of a delayed, delayed response. She's going to spring to her feet in fear and like go to the, the edge of the catwalk and like just immediately fling a dagger down towards whoever just busted open the door before even like realizing who it is. All right, roll <laughs> to see if you hit. <laughs> please hit, please hit. Yes. What? 16, 19. I'm guessing that hits Rotan, what's your armor class? 17. <laughs> yeah. All right, so roll damage. Um, Did she get sneak attack damage because... I did not have advantage. She's not engaged with anybody. She's kind of drunk, too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, five damage. Okay, so Rotan, you break down the door, and then all of a sudden you feel a sharp pain in your leg. And you look down and you see a dagger sticking out of it. Which is great because, like, the first thing he do as he, like, walks him through the door is yell, Silway! Ah! <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god, Rotan! I'm, I'm so sorry! And she, like, jumps down from the, the second floor, which is a, a decent-sized fall, but she just kind of, like, lands on her feet and rolls and, like, runs over. Oh my god! I'm so sorry! I'm so sorry! I, I didn't I realize it was you. I seem to have walked into a dagger? <laughs> No, the uh, it's here. Give it just. Well, can you just pull it out without more blood? I don't know. It, yeah, I'm sorry. I thought you were an intruder. You bashed open the door. You scared me. Oh, oh, this was you. Yeah. Uh, yes. Oh, very good shot. I say. Uh, yeah. Well, don't, don't, don't worry about it. It's just a flesh uh, wound. Okay. You're, you're sure. Okay. Roton pulls it up. Uh, pulls it out, and then burns a little of his healing to uh, burnish that back up. Oh, is it safe to come in, sir? Um, uh, yes, yes, it is now, Gruber. Yes, come on in. Can you both sort of keep your voices down a little bit? This is kind of a hideout. Oh, yes. Well, well it doesn't have a door anymore. Well, yeah, that's kind of a problem. We A door is very useful for not being found, but we could probably repair it. There's there's wood all over the docks. We could we could make a new door. I suppose. Well, so Mist has told me that there is uh, a plan to infiltrate a a a tomb of some sort full of undead. Is this right? Yeah, at a, at a high level, we we've been asked to retrieve a body from a crypt. And the crypt apparently has some undead guardians, so... And this will destroy the Thieves' Guild in this town, as I understand. Destroy the Thieves' Guild. And she kind of pauses. And I'm going to do an insight check to see if I can, like, realize what Mist has sort of planted in his mind here. Okay. <laughs> That's a, I don't know, a three. Uh, <laughs> destroy the Thieves' Guild? No, we're not destroying it. It's just putting in new leadership, maybe? We're disrupting it. We're disrupting the Thieves' Guild. How about that? Yes, well, that seems acceptable for now, yes. Well, before we do that, 
I, uh... I thought you'd be interested to know that uh, I've made very good friends of the sheriff in this town, and uh, he has given me permission to go up and, and look at the body. Not 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 the one in the crypt, the, the other one. The the ancient body, yes. Oh, yes. that would be wonderful. When you say permission, do you mean just you? Can I, can I come? No, Gruber's invited too. Oh, you can come by all means, the more the merrier. Oh, okay, good. Yes, I would. I would love. To. I've been reading his journal, trying to figure out who this guy is and what might have happened to him. So being able to see the body again—that's awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Way more friendly when she's drunk. Yes. Uh. uh well, if you um, <laughs> if you're willing and ready, we could head up right now. Yes. Hold on. Let, let me just put my my supplies back in order. Here's your knife. Yes. Thank you for the knife. And she runs up to the catwalk, and then she comes back down. And she says, before they walk out the door, there is one slight complication. Okay. Uh, Somebody that I know uh, recognized me and knows that I'm here. And she knows me by the name Mara. And so I need you to switch back to that name now. Again, please. This is getting very confusing for me. I know it. I'm so sorry. (sighs) Everyone here knows me as Mara, and if they hear Silway, they're going to realize that it's a different name, and they might figure out where it's from, and I just, uh, just, yeah, Mara, I guess. I know I told you Silway earlier today, but... What is your actual name? My actual name is Silway. Okay. But don't but call me that. you want us to call you Mara. Only when I'm in Nightfall. But everywhere else... Everywhere Silway. else, Silway, unless I tell you otherwise. I I think I can do this for you, Mara. But, hey, he, he winks at you. Uh, let me offer you a little bit of advice. Okay. If you always tell people your real name, then your enemies will always know where you are. Yes, that's why I don't. Oh, uh, but how often do they still find out where you are? Well, there was one person who literally spotted me as soon as I walked into Nightfall. And I don't know if I called her an enemy, but... See? So, so really, what what is the point in all of this subterfuge and, 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 uh, and making up names left and right? If you just all very straightforward with people, they tend to be very straightforward with you. <laughs> Even if that involves killing. All trying to kill you. Uh, y- believe me, I've tried being straightforward with people. It backfired horribly in the past. There are so many people out there that will use that information if you're honest with people. It's... Just trust me on this. I've had training, for lack of a better word. Honest and straightforward makes you weak. I'm sorry to say it. It does. Well... Once we've been together for a bit longer, I'm sure you will change your mind on this. You must learn to trust more. Learn to trust? Ugh. You... You don't know me at all. No, I do not, but I look forward to learning more. Shall we go? Ah, uh, yes, let's let's go. I'm, I'm mostly sober, I think. She's clearly not mostly sober. Uh, should I come too, sir? Yes, Gruber, by all means, come along. Should we bring Concord, sir, or leave, uh, leave Concord here, sir? 
You brought Concord along. Well, yes, sir. Obviously, just gonna leave Concord, sir. I, I'm, I'm, we're becoming friends, sir. You do remember that I got you your own horse, yes? Um, yes, sir. But, but, <laughs> but it's your horse, sir. Groover, you, you are so dutiful. Uh, yes, sir. Well, why did you bring him along? It'll be useful if a chase develops. Mist, you wander the city a little bit. You don't have to go very far. As you're walking up the hill, night is beginning to fall in nightfall. And you see there's uh, two figures on either side of the street, walking down the street, lighting lanterns, illuminating the street. And about halfway up the hill, not quite towards where the switchback goes back up towards Griffin's Perch, you see a very old, very ornately carved stone building. And there is a sign hanging out in front, a wood sign, which reads Mugby's Magical Magisterium. And the lights are on inside, or light is on inside, and it's sort of like warmth pouring out of the windows. Alliteration is overrated. Well, let's see what we got going on here. And he steps inside. So you step inside, and the shop seems to be a cluttered mess. There's stuff just crammed everywhere. There's a counter, which is overpiled with books and scrolls and other random objects. And seated behind the counter on a very high stool is a very little man with wild red hair and a wild red mustache. And he seems to be engrossed in a book. But as you enter, a little sound of chimes fills the air. And as you look back over your shoulder, there are no chimes over the door. When he hears the chimes, he looks up and he looks at you. Hello, welcome to my shop. I'm Honba Mugby. How can I help you? Uh, hi, I am... Well, I'm in need of some... I guess some scrolls would be... Probably a couple of potions, too, maybe. Scrolls? Hey, what kind of scrolls are you looking for? Oh, just, just, a, just a couple of really basic spells that, that I, I... Kind of embarrassed to say I can't really do myself. Detect magic, find traps, comprehend languages, identify... He, he pulls out a short little shopping list. Uh, a couple of healing potions, um, maybe something for poison. I mean, I, I normally I'd browse, but... Yeah, you don't want to mess up my filing system. Right, right, exactly. I would never want to mess up your filing system. Uh, let me see the list, if I may. Uh, sure. Oh, yeah, you got that. Oh, yeah, I got that too. Um, um... This is just a random question, and don't think anything odd by it, but do you have any money? Oh, yeah. Don't worry about that. Well, I do worry about that. How much money do you have? Scrolls are not cheap. 
Well, I know, and so I might need to pick and choose here. But uh, what can we do for what can we do for say two hundred gold? Uh, I could give you one scroll for two hundred gold. Probably detect magic. I think maybe find traps. No sort of package deal, huh? Why not for two hundred gold? Well, let's see. Uh, we will probably need to be able to find traps more. Well, Silway seems to know about those things. Tell you what, let's do detect magic and identify. And I can go two twenty. Two twenty. Just a moment. Do you have anything to sell? Anything interesting? That hat looks very interesting. Oh, I worked quite hard to get this hat. I'm, I'm sure it is most interesting. It's a very lovely hat. I would say it's marvelous, but you know, to each their own. Oh, I like that. Marvelous, yes, I like that a lot. Go, goes, goes with, goes with your shop. Yeah, right? it does. It does very much. A marvelous hat for me, marvelous magisterium. But I mean, you know, I, I'm I'm afraid, you know, I it'd have to be quite the offer for me to part with it. I'm afraid. I mean, I I mean, look at it. He he tips it, just puts it at a little jaunty ankle, and it just kind of ties everything together, doesn't it? Yeah, I'd say so. It's a very marvelous hat. I'll tell you what, because I like you, and I like your hat, I could do the two of them for three fifty. Three fifty. Ooh, that's ooh, that's that's a bit tough. I mean, that's a good deal here. Scrolls are expensive. Uh, well, I'll say. Um, I'm gonna flip on my Fey presence, and he will have to make a Wisdom save against my spell DC. Have to beat a fourteen. Okay. He does not. He is charmed now. And this is this is not the same as casting the charm person. This is a. This is you doing your puss in boots eyes. Uh, yeah, yeah, basically, no spell involved. Oh, don't look like that. Can we do? Can we do two fifty? Can we do two fifty? Oh, it breaks my heart to see you like that. Okay, two fifty it is. Fantastic. Who should I make these out to? Uh, the name is Mist on the River. Mist? Oh, that's a lovely name. Well, I appreciate it. You're a very lovely person. Well, you're you're a charmer yourself. Oh, thank you. You see what I did there? <gasps> hey, listen, I was I was wondering, is there anything else you could tell me about? I mean, you, since you seem to admire this hat so much, I was wondering, what is it that you find so particularly interesting about it i mean i well can i can i see the hat i mean oh, I'm, not, all... I'm not gonna take it i just oh, need no. to look at it absolutely absolutely okay uh he takes the hat and he starts looking at the outside and he flips it over and he looks at the inside and runs his finger around the inside of the brim you see him raise the hat to his face and he sniffs it and then nibbles at the brim a little bit, and then he hands the hat back to you. Oh, yeah, it's a very lovely hat. 
That there's a hat of disguise. A hat of disguise, you say? Oh, yeah, it's a hat of very lovely, very rare hat of disguise. I like it a lot. It looks good on you. Well, I appreciate it. What does that mean, a hat of disguise? Well, that means that once you, of course, you've got to become attuned to the hat, like any sort of very unique magic item, you need to sort of bond with it. And then once you sort of bond with it, you can change the way you appear to people. Now, it doesn't change your physical nature, but it can make you appear sort of taller or thinner or heavier or like and look like another person. But, I'm, I'm, but if they like, if they were to reach out and touch you, they would feel your fur. So it would kind of break the illusion. You understand what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. No, I got you. I don't like it when people touch me anyway, so... No, I don't either. That's why I sit behind this desk. Well, that is really, really helpful. I so very much appreciate your help, and, and I can assure you, any time, next time I have I have uh, magical needs, I uh, or if I know of anybody else who has magical needs, I will be sure to send them your way. Oh, please do. It was very lovely to meet you, Miss Stone the Rip. Oh, wait, I just forgot you didn't give me the money. Oh, of course, of course. I actually thought I did, but uh, I guess I didn't say it out loud. So, yeah, Mist uh, counts out 250 gold. Oh, thank you, sir. Thank you, Miss Stone the River. I will not forget you or your name or your magnificent hat. And Mist gives him a sweeping bow, doffing his hat as he does so, and scarpers back into the night. And it is night now, as uh, we go back over to Rotan and Silway and Gruber, making your way up the road through the gates of Old Town into the main town towards the militia stronghold, the sheriff's office, as Rotan would probably think of it. So you find yourselves outside of a building that has a wall around it. There's a metal gate. There are two guards standing on either side of the gate. And you can see beyond it in the courtyard, there's a torch flickering next to the door. Uh, Rotan, you didn't tell me we were going to the inspector's office didn't i i don't think so maybe you did i don't know perhaps i implied it they uh they depending on who's on duty they might know me here uh it's dark i can uh i could probably hide it'll be okay it'll be okay is it a problem if if the uh if the town gods know who you are well yes because they want to arrest me why did they want to arrest you several reasons actually but most recently theft <gasps> see this is Silly. i wink you you're not a thief are you uh i'm i'm more of a spy usually oh 
A spy? Okay. Really? You don't like spies? Should, should I be gasping too, sir? Oh, Groover, you can do whatever you like in this situation. Oh, thank you, sir. Um, look, it's... I did a lot of things in the last few years, which is why I left Nightfall in the first place. So, just... Yeah, I... I just... The guards might not be happy if they recognize me. Just be aware. I might have to run. Well, that I understand. But you're... You're not stealing things now, are you? Um, no, not not right now. Not at this exact moment. <laughs> this is a, um, a past life, if you will. Oh, yes, it was, it was months ago. Well, I can find it in myself to forgive you, if you can find it in yourself to forgive yourself. Uh, forgive myself. Yes, for your crimes. Crimes? I mean, I guess technically, I I forgive myself for my crimes. Yes, I think I'm comfortable saying that, yes. Oh, very good. Well, um, if you don't feel comfortable going in, then that is your prerogative. But I I say, uh, I say we go in and, and um, and if anybody recognizes you, we'll deal with it as it happens. Oh, that reminds me, um, I know I just, <laughs> I know I asked you to call me Mara just now. But here in the guardhouse, they probably won't like hearing that name. <laughs> <laughs> Silway. Uh, yes, yes, Silway is a better name to call me in this in this place. This grows tiresome. I would um... like to just stick with one name. You can call me Gruber, sir. <laughs> I know that, Gruba. I can always count on you. <laughs> Alright, um... Fine, fine. For now, Silway, just call me Silway for now, okay? The guards All kind right. of know... The guards know the name Mara. Okay. But this is the last time, Silway. I, I, I swear, this is getting very tiresome. You <laughs> should just be time. yourself. Um, self. I really am, I swear. Okay. I just didn't think we'd be walking into the inspector's office. Yes, well... Uh, let us, let us go in then. Gruber decides to wait outside with Concord, rather than walking inside the militia barracks with a donkey. Gruber, you stay here and look for anything suspicious. Oh, yes, sir. I'll, I'll do that, sir. Very good. Good man. Thank you, sir. Come, Concord. Let's look for stuff that is suspicious. Hi everyone, hope you're enjoying episode 5 of our little experiment here. If you are still enjoying it, we thank you for still listening and encourage you to please, please, please leave us a review, rate us on iTunes, uh, share us with your friends, tweet at us using the hashtag uh, multiclasstheater, and let us know what you think. We're obviously having fun with this, and if there's things that we could be doing better audio-wise or production-wise, we're kind of figuring this out as we go. We really would appreciate that feedback and also just in general spreading the word. If you like what we're doing, uh, let people know. It's, uh, it's kind of how these things grow, I guess, I'm told. Anywho, we have a few announcements for you, and uh, I think for that I'm going to turn it over to my, uh, my castmates here. I don't know if mine's an announcement, but I can talk about it. 
I, I had a, a lovely dinner this past weekend with a, a couple of old friends who were also listeners, and so they gave me some some wonderful feedback on the podcast, and I just want to say hi to them. So hi, Eric. Hi, Aaron. It was very nice meeting you for the first time ever after 10 years. And we will get back to Star Wars at some point soon, I promise. Yes, they wondered where you all were. They asked about you. Anyway, I confirmed we have at least two listeners because they did comment on the episode. They actually did download it and listen to it. We're very excited to have a real listener. Two real listeners. Who are friends. Those are the best kinds of listeners. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. If you want to be our friend too, all you got to do is listen and retweet us. And also play for us like for 10 years on Ellen Teary in Lord of the Rings Online. Hope you guys are doing well. That's the shortcut route is play with us for 10 years. <laughs> or go to grad school with one of us and then, you know. Literally anyone who asks a question to us on Twitter or Facebook or wherever, like we will answer it on the air. We love that kind of stuff. We make friends very easily. We are totally not introverts. Not at all. As I'm hiding inside my living room by myself on a speaker. Well, I should say that if you do happen to like to roleplay in MMOs, specifically The Lord of the Rings Online, and you're looking for a guild, uh, the... uh, Say it again, Mike. Elentary? Elentary. 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 All right. See, you know, when you look at something in print for 10 years and then have to say it, it's... You may want to spell that. (laughs) Anyone who knows just how to speak Cinderin should be able to spell it. Come on. Oh, well, that's not me, then. Is it Cinderin or Sindarin? Cinderin. I always read it as Cinderin, but I think it is actually Sindarin. Yes. Which it, means Legolas is the correct pronunciation. When it's t- when it's three or more syllables, it's the second syllable is stressed. That's the rule. I, they should yeah. just put an accent on it. Because the, the accent means something else. No, the accents are for Kenya, is it? Quenya. Is it, now, is it Quenya or is it Kenya? Quenya. Quenya. I always said Kenya, but... Kenya's whatever, a country. You know. Yeah, I know, and... <laughs> Longest mid-roll ever. Yeah, I would say, anyway... Uh, yeah, oh, a bunch of this is going in the outtakes. Yeah, so if you're looking for the... Um, if you're looking for a good group of people to play with, with uh, involved storylines and a rich history, uh, look them up. They're on the uh, Landroval? Landroval? Landroval. Actually, but but again, it's it's, it's Sindarian, so it would be Landroval. Landorel is not so cinder in word. I believe that's oh, one of the it? names of the great eagles. I yes, just assumed that most things are, unless it's like, you know, Numenorian or... No, nope. these are the, the great eagles and the men of Dale, like their sort of language. Well, that's oh. true, though. But Mike, but the, the elves did name all things. It's true. That's So even... even hmm, this is getting complicated. Anyway, I think that's enough about that. If you like our stuff, that's where we came from. So Yeah, if we talk any more about this, we'll have the Tolkien estate after us, and that would be bad. Hey, this isn't monetized. We can talk about whatever we want. It's like, we're not making money <laughs> off of their property, so... Okay, so let me tell you all of my theories about the final Star Wars movie. Okay, well, folks, we're going to get back to the show here, and uh, hope you're still enjoying us, and uh, stick around for the next half. <laughs> Bye! Bye! go in the door and there's a, a guard standing at counter of the front desk and he's looks at you and you explain to him why you're here and he gestures you toward the back he gives silway a sidelong glance as you go by you're not sure what to make of it 
It's always keeping her head down and kind of away from direct eye contact with anybody. She should have had Miss steal that hood. Wouldn't that be... That, that was a good idea. Someone should have done that. And you walk to the, the back of the, the barracks, and there is a room with a stone slab in the center of it. And on top of the slab is the corpse that you found in the woods. And standing in front of it, with his hand in his chin looking very serious, is the inspector. Okay, so we're sort of hiding behind Rotan, like trying to stay out of view of this guy without making it obvious that she's staying out of view. Hello, good sir. Oh, Rotan, you and Kruber are here. Good. Well, here's the corpse. I don't know what's going on, but uh, maybe you'll do better. What department did you say you were with? Department? Uh, yeah, I assume you were like down from uh, Roth or something to help with the murder. Do they have departments up in Roth? I mean, yeah, the, right, like, you know, different divisions of crime, sort of like in the militia, you know, racketeering, organized crime. Hmm. prostitution, that corner thing. Rotan thinks for a moment, and then he says, I would say my department would have to be justice. Uh, Alright, justice it is. That's a good department, I suppose. They may do things differently up there. Down here we do things more by the book, but, you know, to each their own. So, uh, what do you think there, Rotan? Should I call you detective or just Rotan? Uh, you can call me Rotan. What's your name? I can't just call you Inspector or Sheriff or whatever it, the title is in this town, can I? I know I'm kind of a sort of bother book kind of guy, so, you know, Inspector works. Well, Inspector, I'd like to take a look at this body, see if we can figure out what, what killed this person. Eh, hey, good luck with that. Uh, Rotan's gonna go up, and I want to roll uh, and invest. Is it investigation insight? I would say investigation. Cool. I have a minus two in that. I would say it works so well the first time. That's a five. Yeah, as far as you can tell, he's still dead. This man is still dead. I see. Uh, all right. Yeah, we sort of got that. So there's nothing dramatically different about him. From the last time I saw him. I mean, not from the last time, but certainly from the time in the woods. Yeah. Uh, it's He's dramatically different looking. So it's a dramatically different looking person from the one. Well, not different looking person, but he's covered with these brands of various sigils ah. and magical symbols. Like just head to toe. Almost like most of his flesh has been carved out in these symbols. Assuming Soleil can see this whole scene... I think she's going to do an investigation check of her own and see if any of those brands or symbols look familiar. Okay. Oh, 19. They look familiar to you as being from the ancient tongue, but you are not sure what they mean. Uh, I can say you could do an arcana check, but I'm going to guess this is probably out of your... Mist may have the best shot at figuring something out, but alas, he is not there. I mean, she does have plus one arcana, but... I give it a shot. Sure. Ah! Natural 20! Oh, <laughs> well, look at that! <laughs> Apparently, Sylvain knows arcana. Somehow. So, 
as you read through the various symbols, like you're not sure exactly what each individual means, but as you read more and more of them, the word that keeps popping into your mind is breaking. Breaking. As in, this is something to do with breaking. Okay, so she's she's staring at the body. She kind of mouths that word in her own language. So, yeah, the inspector is still staring at the body and watching Rotan examine the body with great interest, as if he's going to learn some new technique. Have you managed to track down the source of these symbols yet, sir? I know. We have no idea. Clearly they are magical in origin. Yeah, we, we kind of, you know, we went over to Mugby's, but he wasn't much help. It never is, unless you're buying something. Who is uh, who is this Mugby's? Oh, he runs the local magic shop. Yes, does he does he know his business? Yeah, he's pretty bright. Well, this is clearly some high level magic, which means something nefarious is afoot. Oh, I know I'd say so. I mean, we've got a dead body here, covered in sort of these runes thing. He looks around Rotan, and he's like, "Hey, I've uh, Rotan, you're." Uh, your assistant looks a little different. Uh, yes, this is uh, another assistant of mine. Oh, you got two assistants. Allow me to introduce... Uh... Silway. Silway breathes a sigh of relief under her <laughs> breath. Hello, uh, uh, Silway. Um, hey. Uh, she's not really looking at him, just sort of staring at the body, trying to avoid you know, eye contact or anything like that. She is an expert in many things that I, I am, well, that I do not understand. Uh, she's not very friendly. Uh, I'm, I'm busy uh, investigating. And she kind of tries to change her voice a little bit here because she's worried she's going to be spotted. So she takes a moment and then just kind of, without really looking at the inspector, just sort of says, Have you had many other ancients uh, show up in this city? He looks a bit taken aback when you say that. Now, how'd you know it was an ancient? I, I just looked at him. It's just obvious. It looks obvious. Isn't it obvious? Says Rotan. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, I've never seen one before, but, you know, it kinda, we kind of figured it out. So you've, ne- you've never seen one in the city before? Uh, no, not me. I mean, I know they come from time to time, but I've never seen one. So no other ones have shown up dead in the city, then? That's that's good to know. Good. No, that's kind of a big deal, you know. Me and the boys, we kind of had a... Well, we had a pool, you know. A pool? Well, you know, we were sort of betting on, like, you know, how old he's actually are. Oh, I don't know how you would get the answer to that question to... Find who went to the pool. Yeah, it's why it kind of fell apart, you know. Oh, yes, of course. Well, I I wish I knew what killed him. Because, of course, they don't they don't die. Yeah, no, I mean, sad I've heard. I mean, it seems a bit bonkers to me. I mean, you know, everyone dies. Have you sent any doctors in here to to look at him and find out what, what killed him? Well, we put in a call up to the Silver Sisters so they can send somebody, one of the healers that they may know, but it hasn't arrived yet, so. Well, I guess a healer might know something. Okay. She kind of looks at Rotan like, I've seen what I needed to see. 
without saying that, of course. She try to, tries to communicate that with her eyes. Rotan, make a perception check to see if you can figure out. Oh, I'm real good at that. Uh, that's a five. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Rotan has no idea what you're trying to do. Do you, uh, do you have any drawings of... Um, this fellow was found in, in some sort of inscribed magic circle, is that correct? Uh, yeah, that's right. Uh, so do you have any sketches of that? Oh, I don't, but, you know, some of the boys out in the pen do. Uh, one of them is quite an artist. Okay, well, you'd like to, to get a copy of that, if possible. Uh, copy? Um, or I guess I could, you know, put another scribe on it, and then we could have one for you, uh, like, tomorrow. Yes, that would be very helpful. Thank you. What about you, Miss? Anything else? Uh, oh, not, not thing. I, I think I've seen what I needed to see. And then she'll sort of look away for a little bit and surreptitiously kind of point a finger at Rotan and whisper, we should go. And this whisper is the, the message cantrip, although Silway doesn't really realize she's casting it. So he would hear it pretty clearly, but the inspector would not. Well, um... I believe I've seen all I need to see here for the moment, Inspector. Thank you. One point. Uh, you mentioned earlier that you were considering throwing the body into the sea. I'd ask that you, you hang on to Wait. it for the time being. What? Throw it in the sea? What? I mean, it was just, we were kind of thinking about it. I mean, nobody's going to come climb it, so no, you know, you can't what just, are going to do with it? You can't just throw it in the, in the sea. So Silway has like, forgotten to use her, her fake voice at the moment. She's kind of... They can't. They can't throw, just throw these bodies in the sea. Yeah, I'll see why not. For the rest of the trash in the sea. Trash. <laughs> you, did, I you mean, call. that's 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 what we did with my mother-in-law. I mean, your mother might be trash, but this body's not. I, not my mother. You don't take back about my mum. You, you're the one that called her trash. No, my mother-in-law. Okay. My wife's mum. She's oh. trash. Oh, well, okay, fine. Either way, this body's not trash. So, you gonna climb it? Yeah, yeah, I'll climb it. If you're just gonna throw it away. What kind of inspector throws away a bot? She's... Gah! So, she's getting really flustered. So, once you go out there, you see a uh, guy by the name of Fry. And you tell him, you give him your name. And you tell him that you'll take the body when we're done with it. Okay. When you're done with it, when will you be done with it? I don't know, when we solve the crime, I guess. Or we don't have anything use for it anymore. Not much else you can learn from a body. Alright. Yeah, yeah, fine. Just, as long as you keep it here, keep it safe, and then whenever you're done with it, I guess, just bring it to, or yeah, give it to us, and we'll, we'll take care of it. Alright, I'll keep it secret, keep it safe. I think that's what you meant to say. That's absolutely what I meant to say, yes. Um, then you can come pick it up, because we're not delivering the body anywhere. You understand? That's not how it works. We're not, we don't deliver corpses to doors. Okay, yeah, fine. She looks at Rotan. We still have that cart, right? Do we have the cart? I think we bought a uh, cart in Quarter's End. No, yes, you have no. It stolen. No, the cart got stolen. Well, the, the right, cart we but bought... then I bought us another cart. Yeah, the one in Roth got stolen, then in Quarter's End we bought a different one. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you did buy another cart. Rotan says, "Do we have a cart? We ha uh, where's Gruber? He should have. A, he should know where the cart is. I'm sure he's. Uh, track we'll, of it. we'll ask him when we see him next. 
Either way, if we don't have one, we'll get one. We will take care of this body. Please don't throw it in the ocean. All right. <sighs> and she sort of looks at Rotan like, can we go? Can we go now? Inspector, let me let me thank you once again for all of the assistance you have you have given us in this matter. I may be able to provide a bit of assistance of my own in one matter for you. I would say. Yes. Well, we have obtained the man's journal, and if we do find out how old he was, I will be sure to pass that information along. Uh, how'd she get his journal? He must like it. Silway is casting the message cantrip again, like, Ixnay Ernal J. Oh yeah, he's gonna understand Peg Latin. <laughs> <laughs> Did you say it in, in the message? <laughs> <laughs> sure, it's really in Peg Latin. Let's do an insight. <laughs> okay, that's pretty high. The the urgency gets through. Oh, thank God. Well, we can't reveal all of our secrets at once, can we? All in good time, Inspector. All in good time. Wow, you really are an amazing detective. You must be a real credit to your force. Well, I think so. All right, if there's nothing else, I guess I'll we'll be in touch. That sounds fine to me, sir. I'll be staying in the saucy cellar should you need me for anything else. Really? Bit dump? Well, I'm not particularly particular in where I stay, as long as I can get the job done. Yeah, fair enough. I'll see you later. Very well. Thank you again for your assistance. And yeah, I'll, Rotan will finally leave. Silly <laughs> follows about. So you all leave, you pick up Gruber outside. You gonna head back to the uh, hideout now, or...? Don't forget to give your name to the front desk guy. Yeah. Give, I, give my name to the front desk guy, uh, so that they don't toss this body into the ocean. So Fry writes down your name and where you're staying, then you are free to go. Oh, yes, sir. We have obtained some new information. Where did you put the cart? Oh, I should go question, sir. We may need to buy another one if you can't figure that out. <laughs> Alright, our new goal is one new cart per session. Fortunately, carts are cheap. I mean, rel relatively. <laughs> um, sir, I'll, let me look for it. Right, once we get back to the base, I'll put, um... I'll put Concord in a pen and I'll go find it, sir. Okay, that sounds very good. Thank you for your assistance. Oh, so do you want a ride back? Uh, no, Gruber. This this um uh, this sea breeze is very bracing. I think I think I will I will take a stroll back. Oh, very good, sir. So as they uh as they start their stroll, Silway is going to kind of strike up a conversation with Rotan. So you seemed awfully uh, comfortable with lying back there. What? I, he called you detective several times. Yes. You must have told him you were a detective. Well, is that not what I do? Is that your title? Mm, no. I've been called all kinds of things. Mm. Why, just the other day in a in a in a tavern, somebody called me a shithead. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't make me a shithead, does it? Did you correct him when he called you a shithead? No, I think I hit him. I see. 
So when the inspector called you a detective, you didn't correct him or hit him. So you essentially agreed with him, which would be a lie. I don't follow. You seem like a very morally upright person who likes to talk about the value of honesty, as I recall. Yes. Not 20 minutes ago, to me, talking about using the right name. And now here you are claiming to be a detective. Why is it okay for you and not for me? Well, because that is the role that I am currently playing. I, I played the role of Mara for many years. Oh, but you see, that's different. I'm actually detecting things. Were you Maraing? In fact, I was being very much Mara at that time. I was doing Mara things. So you are an entirely different person. Uh, she gets contemplative for a moment. You know, I actually was. Hmm. Well, I guess that makes a certain kind of sense to me. Well, I'm glad we have some sort of agreement here, then. But if you're going to be changing personalities on this frequency... <laughs> It may lead to mental instability. I'm worried for you, Sarai. <laughs> well, I'm worried as well, but for many reasons. But I hope you can understand why I was changing names and changing identities when it suited me. Because I think you do the same more often than you, than you realize. Hmm. No, I'm pretty sure I'm always me. Very well, then. And she continues walking down towards the, the saucy sailor. Are you going back to the saucy sailor, or are you heading back to the hideout? I would go to the hideout. Yeah, I'm going to go back to the end. Okay, so what's Mist going to do? Mist is back at the hideout, engaged in a rapt contemplation over this hat. I'm attuning. To, I'm going to try to attune to the hat. Okay. I don't know how, what I do to attune to a hat, but uh, let me look it up real quick. But I, I think it's just you just have to spend time trying to figure it out. I think I think it's a, an hour of contemplation. You just wear the hat for an hour, tell it how much you appreciate it, and how marvelous it is, and eventually it takes a liking to you. It's a sentient hat. <laughs> there are many rules for sentient magic items. This I'm one sure. is not sentient, though. Oh, I got my hopes up for a second there. Well, you might have to buy for control, so... Uh, attunements, okay. Attuning to an item requires a creature to spend a short rest focused on only that item while being in physical contact with it. This focus can take the form of weapon practice, meditation, or some other appropriate activity. I think he's just sitting there in lotus pose or something like that with the hat on and just engaging with it. At the end of the short rest, uh, the creature gains an intuitive understanding of how to activate any magical properties of the item, including any necessary command words. So after contemplating it for about a half an hour or so, you think you've figured out how to use this hat. There's no command words or anything, but if you think about something or how you'd like to change your appearance you get the sense that it's sort of manifesting does the hat change too yes all of your clothes change is this the uh spell called disguise self yeah it basically does that but it it ends if the hat is removed and obviously if anybody touches you the illusion is broken like 
for for most people, maybe not immediately, but for you, since you're furry, probably would. But if you don't look furry anymore, then maybe people people will stop trying to touch you. This is true, but it does not change your voice. Just so you know, so it's not like a it's not a polyjuice potion. Okay, so Mist is enjoying his new hat, and Silway arrives back at the hideout. So she shows up and climbs up to her window and crawls in that way. And I assume just encounters Mist, like, lovingly stroking his most marvelous hat, or otherwise attuning to it. I'm not sure what he's doing. He's probably hanging out in Lotus position with the hat on. So she kind of, like, intentionally makes a bit of a ruckus so she doesn't surprise him too much, and, like, plops into the upper catwalk area and, and drops her backpack on the floor and waits to see if he, like, wakes up or notices her. His eyes snap open after a couple of seconds, and he says, Hey, silly, watch this! And then immediately turns into Celine. Holy, what the... I know, right? Is that magic? What did you do? He takes the hat off, and Silway would see Celine reaching up to the top of her head, and then the hat appears, and so does Mist. That's what a Cornelius's hat did? <laughs> yeah. Wow, oh, that is so useful. I want one. <laughs> Mine. Can you share? Uh, you kind of have to, like, get in tune with it. Oh, is that... Is that a magic thing? Yes. Oh, I don't do magic. Yes, you, never mind. We'll talk about that later. Wait, wait. Okay, hold on. That that actually remi- we never finished our talk from the 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 burning thing. Yeah. Yeah, that was all you champ. Yep, that was magic. But I didn't I didn't do magic. Well, it was wild magic and you kind of did do it. Why wait, what what is what is wild magic? So it's like you don't know how to control it, and so you're kind of like a, um, are lightning rods a thing? Is that a thing you'd understand if I said lightning rod? I, I know what lightning is. Okay, you're like, you're like a pipe, and the, the magic is like water, and it like flows through you, but you're like a pipe that has a whole lot of holes in it, and so the water instead just like spills brays out every which way so like the magic comes into you and you don't know what to do with it so it just i i sense that you're talking in metaphors but i i don't pretty much because you are not actually so yes so so a metaphor means i'm using i'm using something to to give you a, a mental picture of what's actually happening or or like uh like something you can compare like you're not actually a pipe right like you're a you're a human you're not like a, a a pipe but if you were a pipe and the and magic is not really water but if magic were water you would be like a pipe a leaky pipe filled with water okay i think there might be a language issue going on here <laughs> so you use magic are you a pipe uh yes but i don't have holes in me uh, this is getting weird. You're right. So wait, I have holes in me. Not literal <laughs> holes. I mean, well, your mouth is a hole, and you have your eye holes and your ear holes. But like, you you have like, huh? Hmm. So when I burned the door, I had magic flowing out my nose. You had it fl- well flowing out your probably your hand in this case because you didn't know how to stop it. She looks at her hand like. There's no holes in here. It's really too bad that Rotan's not here to <laughs> clarify everything. 
<laughs> here, here, let me show you something. And I, I point at a relatively robust looking part of the wall and throw out a quick Eldritch Blast. <laughs> see, see, I wanted to make that happen. And so the magic came out of me in the way I wanted to have happen. You don't know how to control the magic, so it just kind of falls out whenever it can. It, magic falls out and makes me burn things. Well, that's one way it can, it can show up, because I can do other things with magic that I want to do. And I cast Mage Hand and wave to her with this big, giant, glowing hand. Okay, I can't do any of this stuff. Right, that's my point. That's my point. You don't know how to do this, but you have the magic. But you still have the power. You don't have the. Con okay, you know how to use a dagger. Yes, that I know. Okay, you know that not everybody knows how to use a dagger. Yeah, but if I gave you a dagger to hold and you tried to throw it, it wouldn't just like explode in your hand or. No, but I could drop and I could drop it and cut myself. I could, uh, it could slip out of my hands. I could cut somebody else. I might not be able to handle it safely. I might run with it, point up. I might throw it at somebody who's just trying to help. See, that was a, that was a joke because you you stabbed this guy twice now, I guess. So it's like you have the tool, but you don't know how to use it. And since you're holding it, it gets in the way, and sometimes you can hurt yourself or other people with it because you don't know how to use it, <sighs> but you have it. But I didn't have it before. Well, I don't know. Did you make a bargain with any sort of extraplanar entities in the last few days? No. Okay, so that rules out. So you're not a warlock. That rules that one out. And if you're not, and have you been actively studying magic? No, I don't study anything. Yeah, okay, so you're not a wizard, because they have to, like, learn their spells and stuff. <laughs> nerds. Yeah, I know I know wizards. I, yeah, nerds. Okay. Yeah, they study, and so I'm going to guess sorcerer? Uh, how it, what? Well, like, that's kind of the other way that people can cast spells, is some people just have it. Like, wizards get it because they study. Warlocks get it because they make deals, and sorcerers just kind of have it. Huh. Because let's be honest, you're no cleric, so... Well, yeah, definitely not a cleric. Okay, so I guess I just... Magic's just going to happen sometimes? It's going to, like, flow out my face holes? Well, maybe. Ugh, that sounds terrible. Well, I mean, that's... You're going to have to figure out how to, like, control it. Can I just ignore it? That w that was working just fine for a long time. Well, uh, hmm. can you ignore a flooding river? Uh, That's a rhetorical uh, question. No, not if you live near it. I was just gonna say, if I, if there was a flooding river, I wanted to ignore it. I would just move away from the river. Right, right. Well, you can't. You're the river. Yeah, I know. I said pipe. Now you're a river. So, you either have to figure out how to like. This is hard. What is it with water, like? I thought, is it just because cats hate water and you're, like, afraid of it, so it just feels uncontrollable? I'm not afraid of... I, I doesn't afraid of anything, okay? You're not... Really? You're not afraid of water? There's a difference between not liking water and being afraid of water. Oh. 
this might be another language thing. Okay, I think we use the same word for that in Tyran. Alright, well, I don't even know what to do then. I'll just... Now I know this, and I guess I can just be afraid of it happening no. again. No, no, don't be... You, you, no, no, that's... No, if... if <laughs> I've seen way too many plays... Because there aren't movies in this universe. <laughs> I've seen way too many plays where, you know, they tell somebody, oh, you've got this power, just bottle it up and control it and, and be afraid of it and hide it away. And that'll make everything all better. Spoiler alert, it doesn't work that way. You're going to have to figure out how to control it or it could actually get worse. All right, well, you know what? I've been bottling things up for years. Like, I'm, I'm kind of a pro at it. Yeah. No, there's, see, because bottles, you know, you know how a bottle only has so much space? If you keep stuffing things into that bottle, yeah. I, I do like how mist is just a never-ending fountain of metaphors. <laughs> like, everything is explained via metaphor. This is how I teach. Welcome to my classroom, kids. I'm thinking right now that there are definitely prestidigitation sitcom somewhere in this world. <laughs> okay, so Silway is, is unconvinced by this claim that she can't just bottle things up, So she, but she's not going to argue anymore. And she just sort of waves her hands like, whatever, okay, fine. I, I'm a flowing river of stuff. Fine. <sighs> in other news, Rotan and I went and saw the body of that ancient that we found. And it's covered in magical runes, and there's something going on there. I don't like it, and I think it's it's something we need to pay attention to and investigate more. Well, we'll add it to the list. Uh, yeah, there's there's a lot going on here. Rotan's at the Saucy Sailor, by the way. He, uh, I don't think he liked the idea of staying in a warehouse. The man has standards. If you say so. <laughs> oh! oh! Oof. That hurts. This has nothing to do with anything, but did uh, Rotan get uh, Gruber a room, or are they sharing? He wouldn't have gotten him a room. <laughs> so he's in the stable with Concord? He, he would be in the stable, or they would be sharing. But I don't know which. What do people think? Well, it's funny either way. I, one way he's sleeping with a horse or a mule, and the other way... And the other way he's in the stables! Oh! <laughs> yeah. Or the other way, he's curled up at the foot of Rotan's bed. Yeah, I don't think... <laughs> Gruber doesn't strike me as the bed sort. So he's on the curled up on the, on the floor at the foot of the bed. Exactly. Which actually is kind of how I picture it. There's one last scene. It's like dark in Rotan's room and Gruber's snoring. Then all of a sudden, Rotan sits up in bed, wide awake. Good lord, he thinks I'm an actual detective. Will Silway realize that she is a lying liar with access to magic? Will Rotan correct the detective inspector's impression? Will Mist realize that Mugby screwed him on those scrolls? Find out next time on Multi-Class Theater.
was that? <laughs> that was eight minutes of us discussing talking languages out of nowhere. Do you know how? But seriously, I know so many people who would get off on that conversation, though. Oh, you know what makes that extra funny to me is uh, is earlier this week I was I was talking with some of my roommates and we. Uh, I forget how we got on it, but I wound up Googling trying to figure out if the Silmarillion had ever been translated into Klingon. And I thought as I was doing it, I was like, this is the nerdiest thing I'm ever going to do in my life. And now here I am <laughs> listening to people discuss how to pronounce cinnamon or whatever, whatever cinnamon? it is. <laughs> Sindarin. It's the language of the Sindar, the Grey Elves who... Whatever. Uh... <laughs> Wait. Made the great journey, but remained in in uh, in, in Middle Earth. No, damn it! The... Hold on. Wait, hold on. Made the great journey, but never crossed the great sea. There we go. Is one of us not a Tolkien nerd? This is this is shocking to me. Okay, we had a long com. Now, maybe in, fair, in fairness, Adam wasn't really part of this. I think you were more playing devil's advocate. But I had a long conversation with Leaf's former owner and one of your friends, Adam uh, Aaron. I think it was um, about. Like whether or not Sauron and Morgoth really were evil or just misunderstood. Yeah, well, he's got a point, you know. That would be a fascinating conversation. We should have that right now. <laughs> Morgoth had a point. <laughs> so, all right, this this is the last thing I'll say on it. So I would say Morgoth, the Thanos of his day. Yeah, actually, actually, yeah, give it, yeah, that that's that, that tracks. Those are the best villains where you're like, well, maybe I can kind of see that. Oh no! I think Thanos was complete moron. I'm gonna kill. I'm gonna kill half of everybody, and that'll fix the problems for. And then destroy the stones because the problem is solved forever. Never mind, um, like exponential reproduction rates. Just, I can't do math. And as long as I'm wishing for things, why not just wish for more resources? Wish for resources to to spontaneously generate to keep pace with population, or wish for population growth to taper off naturally. And uh, and and be more responsive to resource availability. There's a million things he could have tweaked. He could have done to tweak the universe to solve that whole like over that to solve his problem without just straight up randoming randomly murdering people. And something tells me that even though he was just killing people, just killing half of all sentient life, um, and he said life. I guess the implication there is sentient life because otherwise you're just shooting yourself in the foot. Because well, great. You, you, Food is a resource, but some something tells me he made sure to exempt himself from that half of people who were going to randomly be snapped out, which makes him a huge hypocrite, and I'm glad Thor cut his head off in the first five minutes of that last movie. Spoiler alert! <laughs> yep, the rest of the... And then they eat shawarma for the rest of the film.